the roof, the roof, the roof is literally on fire. Rita Clarkson stood across the street from Wayfair, the three Michelin restaurant her mother had made a culinary sensation, and watched it sizzle, pop, and whoosh into a smoking heap. A well-meaning citizen had wrapped a blanket around her shoulders at some point, which struck her as odd. Who needed warming up this close to a structural fire? The egg-coated whisk still clutched in her right hand prevented her from pulling the blanket closer. But she couldn't force herself to set aside the utensil. It was all that remained of Wayfair. Four walls that had witnessed her professional triumphs. Or failures, more like. There had been way more of those. Tonight's dinner service plans had been ambitious. After a three-week absence from the restaurant, during which she participated in the reality television cooking show, in the heat of the bite, and been booted off, Rita had been determined to swing for the fences her first night back. An attempt to overcompensate? Sure. When you flamed out in spectacular fashion in front of a national TV audience over a fucking cheese souffle, redemption is a must. She could still see her own rapturous expression, reflecting back from the stainless steel as she'd carefully lowered the oven door. Hot television camera lights making her neck perspire, the boom mic dangling above. It was the kind of souffle a chef dreamed about, or admired in the glossy pages of Bon Appetit magazine. Puffed up, tantalizing, edible sex. With only three contestants left in the competition, she'd secured her place in the finals. Weeks of fast fire challenges and bunking with neurotic chefs who slept with knives. All worth it, just to be the owner of this souffle. A veritable feat of culinary strength. And then, her bastard fellow contestant had hip-bumped her oven, causing the center of her divine, worthy of Jesus' last supper souffle to sag into ruin. What came next had gotten 948,000 views on YouTube. Last time she checked, at least. So yes, pride in shambles. Rita had overcompensated a little with tonight's menu. Duo of lamb accompanied by goat cheese potato puree. Duck confit on a bed of vegetable risotto. Red snapper crudo with spicy chorizo strips. Nothing that had existed on the previous menu the one created by French chef and flavor mastermind, Miriam Clarkson. Had the fire been her mother's way of saying, nice try, kiddo? No, that had never been Miriam's style. If customers had sent back food with complaints to Miriam's kitchen, she would have poured bourbon shots for the crew, shut down service, and said, fuck it, you can't win them all. For the first time since the fire started, Rita felt pressure behind her eyes. 28 years old, and already a colossal failure. Not fit to compete on a reality show. Not fit to carry on her mother's legacy. Not fit, period. In Rita's back pocket, Miriam's notebook burned hot, like a glowing coal. As if to say, and what exactly are you going to do about me? A hose-toting fireman passed, sending Rita a harried but sympathetic look. Realizing an actual tear had escaped, and was rolling down her cheek. She lifted the whisk, clutching hand to swipe away the offender, splattering literal egg on her face. Oh, come on. Denial, fatigue, and humiliation ganged up on her. 
starting in the shoulder region and spreading to her wrist. Secure in the fact that no one could hear her strangled sob, she hauled back and hurled the whisk, watching it bounce along the cobblestones leading to Wayfair's entrance. No more. She felt Belmont before she saw him. It was always that way with her oldest brother. For all she knew, he'd been standing in the shadows watching the flames for the past hour, but hadn't felt like making his presence known. Everything on his terms, his time, his pace. God, she envied that. Envied the solitary life he'd carved out for himself, the lucrative marine salvage business that allowed him to accept only jobs that interested him, spending the rest of his time hiding away on his boat. When Belmont sidled up beside her, she didn't look over. His level expression never changed, and it wouldn't now. But she couldn't stand to see her own self-disgust reflected back in his steady eyes.